Hello, hello. Welcome podcast listeners to another episode of Off Probation with your host, me, Paul Calvani. I'm here with my guest of episode two, Neil. Thank you very much for joining me. Paul, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. To talk about your probation story. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. You know what this uh, this podcast is about. And if you don't, uh, we talk about stories that uh um while you know of people while they're on probation getting off probation maybe getting on just anything to do with probation you know usually they can get pretty crazy uh in my case i felt like it did so i feel like everybody's got a good story yeah the stories are are definitely wild um before we begin i just want to let everyone listening know that uh the reason why i came on today is because one Paul uh, asked me to come on. He's a, a phenomenal guy. He's a Thanks, super man. amazing artist. And um, I just want what, uh, to let people know that um, if you do get in trouble with the law, you know, uh, when you're 18, uh, whatever age, um, it doesn't really matter because uh, you do have a second chance to, you know, you, basically you're not a piece of shit is what I'm trying Dude, to say. Dude, hell yeah. No, that's what a big part because of why I want to do It's almost like psychological... Was. Uh, in an aspect because yeah. you know you're like you're sort of labeled as a criminal etc and I just want people to know that um, you know there is redemption so hell yeah no that's a good point because one reason why I did this podcast also was because you know when before the first time I went to jail I was before I did you know I had this thought that like that's something I would never ever want to do in my life and if I did I'd probably be you know, it, it'd be over. And right, yeah, when I you, did finally, I was like, Like, oh, it's wait. the end of the world yeah. kind of uh, feeling. Exactly. And it's not like that at all. It's kind of like when you're in school and they're like, it's going on your permanent record. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, I, uh, you know, but when I did finally go to jail for the first time, I was like, damn, this really isn't that big of a deal as I always thought. You know what I'm saying? It sucked, but it wasn't like... Yeah, it sucks, but... Um, it's not like... You know, prison, which is a totally different thing. Way different ball game. And, um, yeah, you know, I wanted people to know that, you know, like, don't ever think of yourself as, like, a lower person yeah, if you've been to jail, that, gotten arrested that, like, before. you're lesser than everybody else yeah, there is in society. That stigma it's, is ridiculous. Exactly, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Great word. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? Uh, We're still here. I'm running my own company, trying to do my things. There's plenty of people... Dude, how many pictures have you seen of, like, Elvis Presley, Jimi Hendrix, like, famous-ass people's mugshots, you know what I'm saying? Like, too many. Too many. Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody gets in trouble, and, uh, you know, if you don't get caught, you probably were, you know, you've probably done something bad in the... That's a good point. In, it, uh, like, in the beginning, but you just didn't get caught, and that's really what it boils down that's to, is point. whether you got caught or not. Yeah. Is really the truth. Oh yeah, but yeah, let's get in uh, into my story. Please, my life. Just uh, go ahead and let it rip. Yeah, I'll just let it rip from the beginning. So, I uh, just turned, or it was like a month or so after I turned eighteen. So I was like, so it was like a month after I turned eighteen. Perfect timing. Um, and basically, I was like just transitioning into college life at. Uh, Florida State University up in Tallahassee mm-hmm. and um, I had just finished my first summer session at FSU 
and I was down here, you know, hanging out with probably not the best crew of people. But um, anyways, um, I ended up going out on this boat in uh, the Intracoastal Waterway here in uh, basically uh, North Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens, wherever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, Juno Beach, actually. And so we're on the boat, you know, we're drinking, having a few beers, well, more than a few beers, I should say. And um, it's an old diesel, like, Bertram opens, open stern, like, fishing boat. It's got old uh, diesel engines, and they started to overheat. So we anchor up, actually, um, you know where Seasons 52 is? Mm-hmm. Seasons 52. Basically, like, just right off the water there. Okay. And um, I thought it was a great idea to jump off the boat with this buddy of mine. Um, where season fifty two is. Where season fifty two like, is right. exactly. And where uh, people would park to go eat. Well, we actually anchored like right up in uh, the waterway. Okay. We didn't even like dock up on like a piling or anything like that. We literally just dropped anchor in the middle of the intercoastal. Oh. Okay. Our, uh, our it was that messed over. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the diesel engines overheated and so I was like well let's cool off in the water <laughs> and then uh, basically me and this guy Doug uh, uh, we walked up or swam onto the shore of this house that was like basically directly next to to season 52 <laughs> like a random house yeah just a random house like it was completely shuttered up you could tell or at least we could tell right away that it was like a winter home yeah. For snowbirds. Sure. Because which is a big thing here. It's big in big thing South here in Florida, Palm West Palm. Yeah, South Florida definitely a huge thing. And we thought it'd be a great idea to go to go walk on at this property. <laughs> From the boat. <laughs> and you know? the alcohol had at definitely point, had alcohol, something to do with yeah, the, uh, the confidence. A huge dude. factor in the this. levels of confidence. The levels of were confidence out were exuberant through the through the roof. <laughs> and um <laughs> actually pull it up but yeah okay well there we'll we'll, we'll do that later we'll there is going to be a video on our in on my instagram of this and we'll do a little commentary, little commentary so you guys can there. see it absolutely <laughs> so anyways we walk up to the house me and doug i jump in the pool immediately because it's hot as hell out it's like the middle of august yeah this was august and eventually we we are able to gain access into the house one way or another. I'll just, I'll just make it short. And so we gain access into the house. The legit house. like this, Yeah, it's easily like, I don't know, a couple million dollars at least. Three wow. million dollar house. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say about two and a half probably. Yeah. They probably two million dollar house. Little window open type thing, little door. You don't want to say, huh? Oh, no. Um, I'll say um, we, there was like this tiki hut on the back deck patio. And there was like a grill, you know, like an outside bar of this of this house, uh-huh. outside bar tiki hut. And in like underneath the grill, there was like these like cabinets. Yeah. And you know, me being me at eighteen years old, stupidly, we're like, yeah, like let's go look through these cabinets. Maybe there's some liquor here. Right. Initially, it's that a bar. Was, initially, that was our thought. Was like, <laughs> you know what? We're trying to run low on brew. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what's what. You could see the bar from where you guys had docked. 
Like, did you guys see? Well, yeah, no, it's a massive, like, tiki hut, like, yeah. seminal tiki Did you guys hut. see the dot or the bar first, and you were home, like, let's go over to that house. 200%, like... just, like, drunk, <laughs> drunken thoughts. And, uh, to the bar! To the bar, exactly. exactly. <laughs> to the bar. Pirates at that point. Fuck yeah. And we end up finding, or I end up finding, house keys. Oh, my underneath gosh. Underneath. This grill <laughs> in the in the grill cabinets, like where you'd store like fucking like a like you snowbirds are so stupid. Stuff. You deserved all that. So Go ahead. It, yeah. <laughs> so so we find the keys and we're like, oh shit! Like, what do we do now? So obviously the next course of action, if you're a, if you're an idiot, is. To go use the keys to enter the house. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Doug walks in first. I was surprised that there wasn't an alarm. There is an alarm. We'll get to that. So, so we walk in and we hear like, ching, ching. Like, as like, we walk in. Yeah, the entering ring, right? Yeah, the entering. Every door, like. Does every door does it? Yeah, if you have like a really good alarm system, like every door has like a sensor. Right. On the. Just to alert Engine. the house people. Exactly. And, w- like, like I heard the, like, the sensor alarm go, like, cha-ching or whatever, but yeah. there was no, like... No weird sounds. No, like, craziness. So we're like, all right, like, let's see what's up. <laughs> and so we, so we walk up this spiral staircase up to, like, the master bed. And I, sh- <laughs> and it was, like, this hallway. This so fucked. And it was, like, this one hallway... <laughs> Um, that that uh, led from the staircase to the master bed, and it's like a super dope house. There's like yeah. this massive granite marble fucking countertop in the kitchen. It's like this is like a movie like, type. Shit. Oh, it's like, a be- you're walking slowly Traver- like these. travertine floor. Like it's it's a beautiful home. Home alone type shit. Exactly, and I remember vividly. Uh, Getting to just the just the actual door frame of the master bed, got like half, got like a, just a glance into the master bed, and then all I hear is just boop, 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 like Whoa. the alarm's just like dude I can't even tell you how loud the alarm was. Did the master bedroom door trigger it? No, I think it was just that like we didn't enter like the security code. Yeah. Oh, oh, in time. In time. Yeah. And then the alarm was triggered. Mm-hmm. I I believe that's what it was. And so from that point, you know, fight or flight kicks in. And I instantly start hauling ass to get out of the house. But I, but I, You're with somebody, right? I'm with Doug, yeah. he's He was like a couple steps ahead of me. He was like in the room doing I don't know what. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll leave that to, uh, to speculation. And as I'm making my way down the spiral staircase in my mind I'm like well like the risk <laughs> the risk reward here is like it's like it's like coming to fruition like what's the point of getting into this house if I'm not leaving you know actually uh, take anything so we had seen like a wine cooler in the kitchen oh my god so I'm like well like bro like we came here for booze I see the booze <laughs> let's grab the booze and so I make my way 
run from the staircase to the wine cooler fridge, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. and slip in the process because I'm like I'm like soaking wet. Like I just jumped into this, this guy's pool. Oh no! And I mean I didn't like eat shit and like hurt myself or anything, mm-hmm. but like I caught myself. Mm-hmm. End up taking a few bottles of liquor. <laughs> Took like I remember it was like one bottle of Grey Goose peach. Mm-hmm. I remember it was the peach, but it was like the biggest bottle of Grey Goose you could possibly get. Like it was like the one fucking yes, liter. Dude. And then we took a bottle of champagne. Oh yeah. And some fucking cheap bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. So I'm so now, I've got the loot. I've got the treasure. <laughs> I, I don't even at this point I don't even know where Doug is. I like my mind is just strictly fixated on getting out of the house. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we have a boat that has overheated, and now we need to go. Yeah, I'm gonna get a lighter really quick. Continue your story. So now we need to go, and I uh, run down the, the side of the house. You got out of the house. Out right? of, yeah, yeah, I'm out of the house. I'm hauling, and I'm. And at, at at this point, there's another, there's a guy on the boat, Sean. And at this point, as I'm coming around from the side of the house, I'm yelling, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> and uh, run around the pool, down their T-dock, because they had a boat, I think, that was on a lift. Or maybe not, I can't remember, this was so long ago. And I literally jump, I jump off the dock running full sprint in the water with the booze throw the booze onto our boat hop over instantly as soon as I get on the boat I'm going to the bow and I'm hauling anchor and at this point I'm yelling to Sean yo we gotta go we gotta go. I don't. I don't know where Doug is at this point. He's he's behind. He didn't me. make it to the boat. You don't think? No, 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 no. Like he made it, but like like this was this was just how quickly everything was happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, Sean, like, you gotta start this boat up now, like, whether the engines are ready or not. Like, I don't care. And he fires it up. Doug, I see Doug, like, wading, wading through the water, <laughs> gets, gets back on the boat, I guess. And, uh, we, uh, we actually, where our destination was to, to, to tie the boat up at slip was, like, only, like, a couple canals down. From from seasons or from that house, north or south, north. And so, so we you didn't have the bridge to block you. Though. Yeah, exactly. We didn't. Well, yeah, we didn't have the bridge to block us because because we were just north uh, just north of uh, the PGA bridge. And so we make our way to the canal, and uh, we tie up the boat, and. We went. We just went about our day, and we were like, "Well, damn, that was, that was close." Oh yeah, to tie it back in, as we're uh, motoring away from this house that we just hit for for a big ass bottle of for a big ass bottle of Grey Goose. You just broken breaking and entering for the fucking, <laughs> for fucking vodka. Well, I mean, this was like all spur of the moment. Of know? course, this, but this I'm just not like. Premeditation yeah, no, or anything like that. Of course, that. that. But it's just funny, and that's what you were, I'm sure, thinking too. You were. Like, oh, oh yeah, I mean, you gotta think like I'm like I'm like, 
I want to say I had like ten beers that day. True. Like, so you were as, also not. Yeah, and they got to think like now, like I'm running, like my blood is pumping, the booze is really, I'm really feeling it. And then as we're leaving, uh, we had this bottle of champagne. So we literally <laughs> blast the bottle of champagne <laughs> off the stairs. We're like, fuck yeah! <laughs> Just like, oh, we're like, mm, that champagne oh tastes so gosh, sweet. Dude. Yeah, it was a fucking hilarious moment, dude. I remember dying laughing, just just could not yeah. contain myself. Um, and, uh, and um, so yeah, we made it back, and that was, uh, that was my day. But we were like, damn, dude, like, that was really fucking close. Like, yeah. Some shit really could have went south there if, like, anything happened. <laughs> and uh, funny, because I'll, I'll, I'll uh, tie this in now. I ended up finding out through the discovery file. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like it's like a police report of like the day that, that the uh, that the incident occurred. Your lawyer can get that for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was that uh, not only did people see us at like Seven Rivers or uh, River House, which is River House directly dude, yeah. across from Seasons. Oh my gosh! People saw us. Oh my gosh! Not only that. But PBSO, oh, no. Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office called out. I think it was. I think it was two. They called out two helicopters to find us. Oh my god! They called out two helicopters to come and try and track us down. I think they had coasties. Definitely, definitely. Uh, That's Coast Guard. Uh, <coughs> naval uh, PBSO, like any. Any PBSO boats that you would see were definitely trying to find us. Holy fuck. And we were that quick that they could not find us. They were, they were stunned, bro. They were like... So that day, that same day, we're on the fucking 6 o'clock news. Like, fuck, oh like, WTV. Oh my gosh. The video that we're going to play on the Instagram? Exactly. That yes, video. That, that video was displayed... On like WPTV six o'clock news, oh, the no. guy who broke into the house with me, his dad is at Duffy's, <laughs> <laughs> and he's having a dinner with his mom or some shit. Oh, and he's like, me. he's about to, he's just looking over, he's just browsing over the menu, and he just takes a look up, glances, looks up, and he's like, "Is that my fucking son?" <laughs> oh no, damn. Well, I had dinner with his mom or something. Whoa. Yeah, dude, just hilarious. Just the stupidity levels through the roof. Amazing. Amazing, amazing story. And um, long story short, that guy I broke into the house with ended up turning himself in. Oh. Basically, basically ratting me out. But at that point, when when there's a video of us, because yeah. we had no masks on. Yeah. Nothing, nothing to. To uh, to hide our faces. Sure. You know it was inevitable that either I, either either we were gonna get caught, you know, while driving, or there was gonna be a you know there was gonna be a warrant issued for us, without a doubt. So I actually ended up um, once I found out that he turned himself in because it was a couple it was like it was like four or five days I think, maybe even three, that like we. You know, there was no, there was nothing happening to us. We were just living our lives. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like people were 
You're like, oh, we know where they live. Like, let's go get them. Mm-hmm. Like, shit. But this is after you got already, like, turned in on. By no, no, this was... No. Like, like, as soon as the crime happened, like, nothing happened. Okay. Until until Doug turned himself in. Right, I right. think he had, like, some fucking... How long? Some, like... Until he did that. I think it was, like, a couple of days. Maybe, oh, like, yeah. two or three days, I gotcha. think. Because he had, like, some priors. Mm-hmm. So I think he was like, right, let's get, like, a better deal for myself. <laughs> Anyways, um, as soon as I heard about that, I was like, well, like, you know, he's named me, clearly, so it's time to go, you know, face yeah. the music, so to speak, and... On the news, when they played the video, where they like, we don't know who this is? Oh, exactly, yeah, they had yeah. no idea who we were, they had no idea, mm-hmm. or they were like, you know, uh, actually turned out that there was like a thousand dollar award to find out who we, who I was. If you know, it's like 100 crime yes, stoppers, call, call us if you have information. <laughs> um, so yeah, I ended up having to, eventually, once I found out that like, oh, like, I'm hearing from everybody, that like, yeah, like, you know, you're known. And I was like, alright, well, you know, it's time to, it's time to face the music, time to turn myself in. Went down to, uh. Went down to, uh... You want to open it just to make sure it's recording? Yeah. Keep going, though. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's still recording. <laughs> that would suck. Um, it stops after an hour. So, yeah, we, um... So, I went down to, uh... To PBSO. Which is where? Just Went curious. to the Jog Hill. Or Jog Road. <coughs> okay. The Jog Road, uh... Is that by the jail? Uh, it's by it. Because uh, I can't remember where Gun Club is. Gun Club's on. It's down in West Palm. Okay. Somewhere. But it's not. It's like not. Jog, jog Road. The, yeah, the Jog Road one is, is like a little out west. Gotcha. I don't know, by like Dyer Park. Okay. Co- sort of. Um, I have to unlock my door real quick. Continue. And um, turns out, you know, turned myself in. What happened when you went in? Uh, we hired a lawyer before that, so I uh, so I had counsel. Went in, you know, um, turned myself in. They were asking me questions like, you know, first they read me my rights. What's, you know, they they asked me questions about like what I was doing in the house, and I was like, for every question, I think they only asked asked me like two questions because every every time they asked me a question, I would answer and say, well, you have it all on video. What do I need to? What? What's that's the, what your lawyer told you to say, right? Not even. I was. I, that's. That was just my response. Was that like, what do I need to tell you? It's all on video. Right. Um. So yeah, went through the process. Went went to Gun Club that day. Um. The cop was actually kind of cool. The guy that, that 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 brought me down there. Like he didn't cuff me until like we got to Gun Club, which was dope. And you know, get get booked, get. Uh, get get processed, fingerprinted, um, you know the mug shot, the whole nine yards, and then you're sitting in that little, I I would call it like a drunk tank sort of, where mm-hmm. you're sitting with everyone, and it's, it smells horrible in there, it's fucking terrible. But yeah, I know I spent one night in Gun Club, and I actually played checkers with Doug inside. <laughs> Our little cell block, mm-hmm. playing fucking checkers with the man. Did he tell you what happened? He was like, "Yeah, I had to like turn us in." Um, or did you guys already talk about it before that? 
Well, not not. <coughs> well, I mean, I already knew that he kind of turned himself in clearly. Um, yeah. But I mean, like we all knew that like the gig was up, you know. Yeah. So like there wasn't really any hard feelings because you know it is what it is. I wasn't gonna go live my life as like a fugitive. A, I mean, do you think there was a way that I could have gotten away with it? Yeah. Absolutely not. Because the detective that I, that brought me down to Gun Club, I asked him specifically. I was like, "Hey, like, how many people called in to the Crime Stoppers, whatever, for the thousand dollar reward and gave my name? Because I was well known in North Palm Beach at that time. You know, gotcha. like, I went to high, I went to I went to the middle school just on Prosperity. I went to Suncoast, yeah. down in Riviera. Like, if you if, like, if you live in North Palm Beach and you see my face, someone, <laughs> one person's gonna be like, you know what? That's fucking because I had people text. I had people fucking texting me the next day after after the incident occurred, saying like, "Bro, is this you?" Because the YouTube video was up like a couple days or like a day or two later, because the owners put it up on, on fucking YouTube, <laughs> and they were like, they were like, yeah, they basically just put it up for uh, for the purposes of getting it out there. See how many views it has. It's got a, it's got like three thousand, bro. It's got like a Only 3,000? We need more, dude. We're going to put that on Instagram. I'm trying to bury that video. I'm trying oh, yeah. to bury it. Uh, do you not it's want me to put it on the Instagram? Uh, no, you can put it on, but like, uh, you know, just like the actual name of the video, will, I think we'll keep okay. anonymous. Cool. And you can put it on, I've, I've, I've uh, had time to think about it. You can put it on there, just not the name of it. Cool. And that'll be cool because yeah. everyone will be able to see it, but they won't know yeah. the name of it. No, for sure. And that way, it'll be gold for the Instagram. Exactly, people will be loving that shit, and um, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be gold. And so, yeah, spent the night in jail. Super dope. <laughs> was that your first time? That was my yeah. Time? It was my first arrest. First time ever getting arrested. Out of all the dumb stuff that I've done in my life, that was the. Uh, the one thing I got caught for. Mm-hmm. Never been arrested for anything else in my life. Nice. And and then believe it or not um, the night, because I got out of jail I think it was like August <coughs> 16th or something mm-hmm. and like fall the fall semester was, was starting like the next week at FSU. And so the day that I got out of jail, or the night, the next day, I had all my shit packed up to go to college, to move in to my, like, freshman dorm in uh, uh, DeGraff. So the day I got out of jail, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking moving my, my whole life up in Tallahassee. <laughs> it was just such, like, uh, it was just, like, a very, like, overwhelming time in my life, for sure. I'm, like, I was, like, I wow, dude, like, here I go. story kind of like that. Like, here I go, like, I'm, tr- I'm sh- I just got accepted to this dope universe. Because at that time, dude, like, in 2014, FSU was this shit. Mm-hmm. We just won the Natty. People were just, like. Did it ever come back to you at school? Did school ever, like. Were there ever like oh nah that's good. That's One the first time the the first day I moved into uh, FIU, I had all my stuff in the car and I went out one last night with the homies, came back so late like the next day late and like alcohol in my breath, I'm driving like ready to move with all my stuff in the car back home or no no to, to FIU, to FIU. My first day of college, 
ever for me. And I only lasted a semester, by the way. <laughs> and fucking, <laughs> it is what it I'm is, fucking going right when I get out of my neighborhood. It's a school zone, and I'm so fucked ass up from the night before. I don't really realize, and I got pulled over. Oof. And like they in, were like they the smelled zone. the alcohol in my breath, dude. And they were like oh. wondering why I had all this stuff in my car. Did you, know you just steal like, all this shit, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was. I was like, there. So we're gonna need you get out of the car. If something like is out there, please don't let me go to jail for a DUI. Oh right yeah, now dude. On my way, on like not even five like minutes on the road. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> The worst of luck, dude. Dude, I was moving in my stuff, and uh, I, like... Oh, wait, so did you get any, like... Did not, you get arrested for that? No. I was so hungover, though, after moving They were just like, have a good day, day I, like, threw up, like, all over, like, in front of the school. So, like, there's, like, parents While and kids. Cops... No, 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 this is totally, like, hours later. Oh, okay. But this is just another funny thing that happened that day. <laughs> like... So you just imagine, like, you're moving in with your mom, and, like, you just see some, like, like, to, to college, you know, and you just see some kid, like, throwing up, like, in the parking lot. <laughs> like, oh, that's college. Like, <laughs> that is really, like, what it ensembles, uh, just excessive that was a rough drinking. Day. Yeah, yeah. It's Don't rough drink days, the night before your move-in day. Facts. Do it's, not. It makes it way harder. Alcohol <laughs> can lead to bad decisions in excess. So yeah, I uh, I spent the next about semester and some change just living my life, um, and in March actually was when I began my Provo, and that was. I Why believe, did it take so long to start it? Um, the reason it started to take so long was because we wanted to delay the process. Uh, just to like give me some time to like try and live like a normal college life atmosphere for like a semester Mm -hmm. and and some change even though at that point you're still just like damn like what have I done (laughs) (laughs) kind of mentality so so basically from the spring semester of my freshman year to the beginning of my junior year in college I was on house arrest and probation for almost two years. How was that? Pretty brutal, dude. Pretty brutal. It's 500 community service hours. And I had a curfew from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. for the first two years of college. I'm gonna... I got... Did you have to do all your community service hours? Um, I probably did. Did you get away with, like, paying them off or anything? I would never... I never paid anybody off, but, um... They had some stuff like that. But I was like, me, but I never like ever actually got able to find that. Like, yeah, they I've, all I've got, heard stories. They about all got that. shut down apparently. Exactly. All those places. Yeah, they they get they get found out real quick. But dude, five hundred hours is so much. Five hundred hours is even a, my is a, hours was like five hundred hours is an is an entire month, like twenty four hours each day for a month. That's how of much community of volunteer. How are you gonna do that and have a job at the same time? You can't. You can't survive, bro. So how did you do it? So basically, I built a relationship with this woman um, at at SWA, and her and I became super tight because I worked with her in the summers when uh, I uh, when I wasn't at school, and she was super dope. She would like if I worked for eight hours a day, she would give me sixteen. If I did five, she'd give me ten. 
like after like a month or so of working with her and she could tell like I was a straight up dude and I was here to work I was here to grind and get this shit over with um and but the thing is when I was in Tally and I needed to do hours I couldn't find anybody that would work with me I was at this VFW joint was it because of your charges I don't know I just couldn't I think it was more like I just couldn't find the right person I just couldn't find the right community service uh were you looking for somebody that would kind of like give you extra hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah, and it and it sucks because like, because like the way that the system is set up is that like, it's it's honestly just like any department of the government, like eventually, they just kind of look at it as like a profiteering aspect. Like they're not really there to like make things better, I guess. But they would like give you like a list of. The, the potential volunteers and like I would call half of them and like half of them wouldn't even be be like still existent so like you'd really only have like half of the list that you had to work with so it was it was tough but no in like tally I actually ended up um none of the people on the list they gave me worked literally none yeah it's yeah. perfect perfect example dude they it's it was it was brutal it was brutal you kind of had to kind of had to just find your own way and make it happen and in tally it was difficult it was so difficult for me actually because like at the time I'm taking like four classes at school I'm trying to live like a social life and not just be a total uh you know like caveman so to speak Mm -hmm. and I actually ended up getting caught violating uh twice in Tallahassee, I got caught violating twice, and th- and they never violated me. What? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, wait, explain. Like, I'll, I'll, all right. So, so two examples. The first time I got caught violating, I was on house arrest because I was on house arrest. Had the ankle monitor. I was like, "Fuck it, let." Uh, I want to go to, like, Sunday brunch with the boys. I yeah. was like, fuck this, dude. Like, let me go to brunch. I'm tired hey, of living I'm in this cave. And, um... We went to brunch with the boys. Ended up going to, like, this fish store. Like, like an actual, like, aquarium fish store tank place to, like, look at fish and shit. And, uh... This is with an ankle monitor on? You with an ankle monitor out And you weren't worried, like... Well, well, the way that it would work was that, like, I would go in to see my probation officer once a week while I was on community control mm-hmm. for six months. And there was, like, a schedule. Each day of the week, hour by hour, you had to fill in the details of what you were doing during, during the day from, you know, whatever time, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. In the, oh, yeah. during the day. And if, and if your ankle monitor... And if you deviated from that from that schedule, then you would be in violation because you're in some place that you are not supposed to be in comparison to like your weekly schedule or whatever. So I went to the fucking fish store and I went to my next probation meeting. Or I think I showed up late. So I think she like checked my tracking shit or something. So I showed up late. And I'm like, I think her name was Officer Green, and she basically told me, she was like, oh, like, what were you doing on Saturday? And I was like, oh, I was just chilling, chilling at the dorm, like, what else was I doing? Fucking went to the mess hall, ate some grub, you know. 
She was like, are you sure? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then she, like, turns her monitor around, like, to me. And she was like, what were you doing up here? Like, far as fuck away from the door. And I was like, yeah, like, uh, I was at the fish store. And she was like, the fish store? Yes. And she was like, well, I think I'm going to have to write you up for violation. And I was just, like, sitting there like, damn. Bro, like I'm about to go to fucking jail, dog, for a VOP, bro. Like your whole life, like the whole world just crumbles in on you because you're like, damn, bro. Like, because in the state of Florida, the way it works is that if you do violate, at least from from what I've been told, is that no matter where you are, like even if you were at 17 months and you had an 18 month probation period, you would have to go to square one if you violated once. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I mean. Gotcha. But anyways, she ended up just being like, maybe, <laughs> like on her fucking Whoa, laptop, dude. and I was just like, word, and she was like, where's that fish store at exactly, what's the name of it, and she like wrote it into my schedule, so like if anybody like looked back at that particular that tracking record, that was very nice of her, dude, I was, shout out to your probation, Officer Green, if you're listening to this, thank you so much, when I, would, I appreciate when your time. I was on probation, I violated um, and my probation officer told me like not to come in because he would have to call the sheriff's and have me go to jail. So, oh yeah, with your ankle monitor. Or I didn't not. have an ankle monitor, but I was just on probation and like I had violated. And they didn't want you to come into your into their office. Yeah, they told me if I came in for a probation for my scheduled probation and like, you know what I'm saying? Like they uh-huh. told them I violated, they were gonna have to like send me to jail. Yeah, like on the spot. Yeah. I've seen that happen mul- multiple <coughs> so he times. Told me just now, he's like, "Don't come in." <laughs> oh yeah, if you violate, he straight up told me not to come in. So whether it was like whether it was like your dude. curfew or something or like what, what um, the first time what type of violation? Oh, oh, like if you get arrested while flower. you're on Provo. I didn't get arrested, but I got a written arrest for flower. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. The second so time I was just driving, and I'm not. Technical. I'm not supposed to be driving. Exactly. Yeah, and so that was the first time they let me off uh, uh, while I got caught violating. And the second time I got caught violating, I straight up, because the hours were so tough, like I had to work hour for hour and for the community service. And so literally I would, I straight up forged a signature on my community service <laughs> sheet with this guy named Z at the fucking VFW. It was super... Cause dude, I would grind at that place. I was like cleaning fucking toilets, you urinals. Hour for hour, they're like. Dude, it was brutal. No extra hours. Dude, they day. they did not work with me. Like, but that was the only place you could find. That was really the only joint that was like that. Like I like could uh, could work with well and like develop a relationship with. And anyways, I ended up getting a call from that PO dude. I got I probably had like a span of like a dozen different probation officers while I was on Provo. Mm-hmm. And basically, I get a call from my PO at the time. And she was like, did you do such and such hours? And um, I basically was like, yeah, for sure. She was like, Neil, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I was there on Saturday, absolutely. Like, I did she it. asked the I did, second I did, time, you know. I did, I did X amount of hours. And she was like, and then the third time, she was like, Neil, I'm going to ask you one more time. <laughs> where, where were you on Sunday? And I was like... I wasn't there, bro. That shit's forged. And she was like, let me call you back. Oh, my God. Hangs up the phone. And I'm like, oh, now I'm shitting bricks. (laughs) Yeah, it's over. I'm like, it's over. The Lord's giving me not only one chance, 
<laughs> now it's now I'm fucked. Now I'm now I'm super I'm super done. She calls me back. She calls me back. She's like, all right, here's what's gonna happen to you. You're not only gonna do 14 hours this week. You're gonna do 28 this month to make up for the hours that you didn't do, and all this shit. And I was like, thank you, Massa. Thank you. <laughs> like, I could not believe what was happening. She was like, if I ever hear about this shit again. I'm going to write you up so fast, yeah. your ass will be in jail. And I was like, thank you, whatever. I, I can't remember her name, officer, something. Yeah. Some some black woman. But those were the two times that I got caught violating, but I didn't get violated. Dude, Crazy, she, bro. She was looking out. She Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, they could tell that, like, I was in school and I was, like, trying to, you know, they do, were do like, something yeah, with myself. They and, knew how much you were going to fuck up that was yeah dude that was a huge blessing because you know if i got caught violating either times that would have been a huge change in my life um because you know i I, like i know from your experience that you've have you violated yeah twice and it sucks because you get i knew how you what you were saying when you meant like um Yo, like you feel like shit's crazy. The world's ending. Yeah, the world's ending. You already like because because you're already on probation. Not and then now it's like a double down, like double trouble kind of deal. Yeah, no, it was it's a shitty feeling, absolutely. But um, yeah, I ended up persevering through all that horseshit and had my probation terminated like August, whatever day it was, twenty sixteen. And that was that. I remember like I didn't eat for like two or three days before my court date. For uh, for for termination, cause like you had to go to the judge and like say like yeah like I've done X amount of hours during this time span and I haven't violated, <laughs> um or I haven't gone to jail for violation. Sure. And uh, like I'm here and I am uh, uh petitioning for uh, like an early termination of my probation and. It's just a super nerve-wracking thing, cause, cause like it could have extended for another year and a half. Then I would have done a total. Of it was supposed to. You did. You got. Yeah, like I like I actually agreed to three years of probation. Wow. But like my lawyer was That's like, so long. yeah, dude, my lawyer was like, well, look, like, from what I've spoke with, like the the DA, was that, um, or I think it's like, yeah, no, it's the essay or the. The uh, the assistant state attorney, not the DA, that uh, that like you know you, you'll probably get off on early term, and nice. so I was like, all right, like fuck it, like yeah. But in the beginning, they offered me like six months in jail. That was like the plea deal they gave me. They always try and throw you some dog shit deal. See if you'll take it. See if you're dumb enough to take it. But Truth. going to jail on the weekends thing is crazy. You don't heard that? Say what? Yeah. Going to jail on the weekends? Yeah, you can just go like on the weekends. I've never heard of that. And get, like, to do it for the whole six months, like, just the weekends. Work release. Maybe. That is probably the craziest shit I've ever heard. What kind of scam is that, dude? (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to run that shit by you, bro. That's what it is, bro. It's a massive scam, like, because I think if I violated, like, not only once but twice, like, talk about, like, a revolving door of just not only, like, fees and money but just like your time is just getting so wasted and drained that you eventually just like you like kind of like give up on yourself Mm -hmm. that's why it's crazy dude the system is nuts but uh i'm super stoked that i got out of it and if there's one thing that 
anybody who's listening to, uh, to this podcast can get is that you can, or if you are on probation, you can get out of it, and you know there is hope to uh, to become a free man. Oh uh, yeah. Or a free woman. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. Absolutely. Dude. Stay tuned on the Instagram at Off Probation Podcast for the video. Uh, yeah. Thank you again, dude. Paul, thanks for having me. I really me. appreciate awesome. it. You're the man. Appreciate it. Oh uh, yeah. Dude, your story was pretty sick, dude. I I also spent two 